It's about that time. You are about to get highly educated with the Canvas Closet Podcast with Panna Queen and MJ. This is an adult content show with no limitations on subject, language, or actions. Opinions, views, and expressions may or may not be that of the hosts and their subsidiaries. If you aren't sure, don't worry. We'll tell you, or you can just take a good look at our faces. It's time to get this session started. Thanks for rolling up and showing up. Enjoy the show. Yeah. 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 That was great. That was good. <laughs> Let's see. I have to unmute everything now because I have to like remember to do all of that. So I'm if you're, muted. I'm not muted. Yay. It was me. It was me. <laughs> if you're watching uh, on TikTok right now, you can go to solo.to slash canvas closet 420 to join us live on Twitch, Facebook live or YouTube. Um, that's where we are right now. And every Monday and Wednesday at 420 mountain standard time. Uh, this is the cannabis closet podcast and I am can queen and this is MJ. What up? What's up? Woo woo. What you got put? What are you putting in your pipe today? I'm gonna I'm gonna turn my camera on on TikTok because they don't like what I'm about to do. Um, this is still the homegrown uh, stuff from uh, a new friend named Chris. Don't even know his last name. Um, and I honestly don't remember what he told me it was um, because I was probably stoned when he told me. <laughs> so you have some homegrown. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. It's lovely. Um, um, it's probably a little bit more, uh, on the, on the heavier side of wanting me, you know, me wanting, like I could totally like couch potato it. Yeah. Um, but I also, I can, I can work on it. So I'm like, whatever. just, I'm a little That's bit, how I feel about, um, a little bit loopier on it. I feel that <laughs> way about Bruce Banner. I feel like whatever mood I'm in or whatever I got to do, I can do it. Look at all the comments today. I'm so excited. Thanks for showing up, everybody. Um, let us know what you're rolling up and putting in your pipes today. We want to know or in your um, in your leafs. I have a King Palm, of course. Let me throw that banner up for you guys. If you guys want to get yourself some King Palms, go ahead and use this code KPTCCPFEB15 to get 15% off. Um, Everyone knows of a cool little company i need like a little bowl holder where I'm, i can just like, a, like or I need like a, a little company. necklace where you can put can your one of y'all make one and then can you make can just like you know you know because my pro or my lighter or a little pouch to set them in she needs a neck satchel a neck satchel because i literally you know I'm, I'm sitting on on the couch today working because i didn't feel like setting up my little station over there and um she keeps and misplacing so, that thing and so i will it's been all day all day all day we can probably take a count of how many times during this show I will lose my lighter. Yeah, she's going to lose him. <laughs> uh, me too, though. And I'm sitting at a desk, so that's not fair. You know what I like? Uh, when we go to the Cola Lounge, they got those little lighter leashes all over the place, and they stick them under the desks and stuff. That's what that's what I need to do. I, mean, I um, probably could do one right here. And just always just reach back and light it up. But then I'll probably whack Put myself the face with up. it when I, you know, like let it go I'll be like clip my ear or some shit <laughs> 10th planet in a king palm i love it i love it i love it love it i know i know short but, pockets are key that is the key but i don't the, have any pockets i don't but there are boobs on my shirt y'all <laughs> are those uh, they're just boobies they're not um 
It's not the uh, ladies from Hocus Pocus, right? No, it's not the ladies from Hocus Pocus. Do I love them? Um, but I'm, if anybody I, out there wants to make MJ a, a pipe I'm, satchel for her to wear around her neck, holla, because that's what she needs. Uh, we got some Florida Tenth Planet uh, out there. I am um, smoking some Alaskan sweet skunk right now. That's what I have in my king palm right now. I'm also. I'll probably switch it up, but I've got some uh, a muck, a muck, a buck. <laughs> Y'all, I have like a one of those ball chairs, you know. So I'm like, I'm super comfortable too. It's great. Makes me sit up straight. Bouncy, 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 bouncy. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be bouncing all day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what are you working on today? Um, I was just getting ready to go back to uh, the bubbles. Okay. Um, that Yes, please. And I will talk about some stuff I was reading today I mean this week. <laughs> we'll discuss at on those. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, we are working on a product launch and we are, what's up, Audrey? Uh, we are <clears throat> right there. We're this close. Uh, we've been talking to our distributor, um, producer, distributor person. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, we should, we should have <clears throat> a product ready, hopefully by mid month, uh, next, next month or by the end of the month, next month. We're really looking forward to it. So, oh, we got grandpa's stash. I didn't see that one. Um, that's, that's probably delicious. What is the, what is the flavor profile on grandpa's stash? Yeah, I want to know more about each one. Like, so the Florida days, mm. grandpa's stash and, and who else? Let's see. We got Florida Days. We got Grandpa Stash, and we got Tenth Planet. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So we're working on that kind of stuff. And also, those of you in here that have been in the Discord helping us with that stuff, um, we got our hashtag. We got it. We got it. It's gonna be so good. I will tell you it. We'll tell thank you, you to one of our lovely. Take, the, yeah. Thank you to somebody today. in here today. <laughs> right now is the reason we have that hashtag. No lie. We're using it. I'm thinking about putting it at the top. Um, like as an instruction, like, you know, maybe we put it like right at the top as an instruction. Um, oh, I love dream. blue dream with what grenadine. Ooh. Ooh, so, so the, so the, so the, um, the Florida days is smooth and mellow head and body high. Um, is it like, uh, is it like, uh, oh, and the couch mellow or like that too, but I want to know what is it? What, it, what is the flavor on it? I want to know, is it like tangy tangy or is it? Cause I feel like this sounds like it has some kind of like but it could be just a fruity thing. I don't like tangies. I don't like anything strong tangy, but I do like orange and I do like fruit, but it's that, uh, it's that, uh, it's that, uh, what is it? Uh, that hits your, that hits your tongue. Listen, that like weird way. Like, zing, it, like zing. it like stabs you in tangy. It's too tangy for me. It like stabs you in the tongue, you know? 
I don't, I don't, I don't like, and I think that actually, I think I've said this before on the show, but I think the reason I don't like Tangie is because it just got played out. It just got played out. Like ev- literally you guys, every party that we go to that has free pre-rolls, it uh, almost, we didn't do this. We didn't do this at the Eureka, um, at the marijuana mansion, but been to a lot of parties and their free pre-roll is always something tangy. And I just, I just can't. I wonder why. I mean, I know, you know, yes, I get it. It's like an abundance. Some are easier and more hardy to grow. But it's like, but I think if you are, you can grow, grow other things too. I think it's not only that, but I also think it's our own fault because a lot of like, and you know, this has happened. Y'all know this has happened. A lot of the different cultivars aren't different. They're not different. They They're taste the, the same. same. They smell the same, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's, we've, we have managed to overbreed this plant to a point where we can't even get different profiles off of it. Some, a lot of times there's a whole thing. We, I want to do a show about that. Um, there's this whole thing that I talk about, like when people ask me what's the best strain for stuff, I rarely answer that question. There are there are the best strain out there for the thing that ails you, whatever it is, right? There, There is. There is the best strain out there. If I tell you what whatever that strain is for whatever that ailment is, and you found that strain, you found that cultivar, you found it absolute, you know that that's what it is it would be useful and helpful. But the problem is, is that um, when you go and me too, I like earthy flavors too um, and berries. Um, But if you go into a dispensary right now and let's say you go to three different dispensaries and you get purple Kush at all three different dispensaries, they all carry it. And it's not from the, like they grow it, they grow it, they carry it. So it's not like they bought it from the same guy or wholesaled it from the same guy, but rather they, they provided their own source of purple Kush, right? If we took that and tested all of them, they would highly likely, one of two things would have, one of two things happens in cannabis. First of all, purple Kush doesn't test to purple Kush. So if you look at the the chemical, the actual chemical makeup of real purple Kush and then test what's out there that says it's purple Kush. It is not. It is not. The other problem that we also have is that that um, not only is it not uh, the original cultivar or or it might be it might be related, but it's not like close to that. Um, the other problem is, is that if I go into uh, a a dispensary and I buy three different strains, or if I go to three different dispensaries and I buy three different strains and test them, a lot of times their chemical makeup looks the same. There's very few differences. Sometimes they're almost exactly identical and they're being called three different things. You get what I'm saying? So there's a lot of work to be done in the industry. I think we could do, we could, we could talk about this one for hours how we could hours like literally like it would be really cool to do a show where everyone where we did like build it up everyone jump on talk about their favorite cultivar yeah 
we want the profile. We want you to give us your profile, smell, taste. We yeah. want you to tell uh, your effect. Um, because and I especially think- because I don't, you know, um, I don't, I tend to stick to the same uh, names that I know. Um, I will, you know, I go to facilities that I, you know, know and so tend to yeah. have XYZ. So when new cultivars come on the market, I'm like, what is that and where is it coming from and what are you you know and yeah and sometimes they'll have the the um genetics that they might know what it was crossbred from but uh, or if it came from seed and we know where you got the seed like like we know that you got this seed from a from a reliable vendor yeah yeah um there are some out there. We There's should. We, we want to have um a, another grow show. I've I've got a couple growers and I definitely do. Yo, genetic. Uh, I want to have a grow show in a uh, Women's History Month though, and I want to invite women growers. I know. I, I put an email out to. Uh, so if you know them. So yes, everyone and, and anyone tuning in, um, you know female growers, uh, send them our way. Do we have our you know throw a banner up? Um, Canvas Closet four twenty at Gmail. Oh, so this is interesting. I don't know how to pronounce uh, your screen name. Okay, but this is an interesting question. Are there uh, are there strains that you can crossbreed with fruits so that when it's burned, it smells like banana or strawberry? So you wouldn't crossbreed it with another uh, plant, right? You, it would have to be you would have to cross it with another cannabis plant, but also the, ter- the you can take natural fruit terpenes and um and and infuse it into the cannabis naturally as far as like it the like the cannabis sits and absorbs the terpenes out of the fruit kind of thing so i haven't seen this process happen but i've heard about it um and it's a natural like it's not somebody like pouring oil all over the cannabis or anything. It's a natural absorption of terpenes into the cannabis plant. And that seems to work um, relatively well to get some of those flavors that we're looking for. So um, also shout out Eureka, Eureka Vapor and Eureka. Care. When are we going to have them on? Uh, I know we need to we need to have uh, and uh, oh. we need to. We need to have Kelsey and uh, Tom on for sure. Um, and Dom, maybe he might come on. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, we need to definitely bring them on. Maybe we'll um, plan a Wednesday for that. Um, probably maybe around 420, I think, or some somewhere in that. Ten, ten Planet has high terps. Uh, uh, is it lemonine that you meant to say? Myrcene. Um karyophylline great body high very focusing body high so i i like that um thank you so much we appreciate you saying so next um yeah like it's interesting some i didn't even know that until recently that we could like that that was a way to infuse terpenes into the plant but yeah you know it's just like uh if if you leave an orange peel in your car kind of thing your whole car is going to smell like that orange it's kind of a similar situation okay i get it i get it that's groovy Uh, they did something so oh yeah i remember that simpsons episode actually (laughs) remember did you see that simpsons episode where they crossbred tobacco with tomatoes 
And then people were getting like addicted to the tomatoes because they were, they had the, they were grown with tobacco. Um, and they were like little brown, they were like brown, brown tomatoes or something like that. It was so funny. I remember that was a funny episode. We did uh, sit down with some plant uh, cannabis geneticists, uh, the out of Boulder and, um, and they were definitely like, you know, the crossbreeding of, of uh, your cannabis plants with other plants, not really compatible. It's not going to be do any like it's not going to work. It's not going to be successful. Yeah, yeah, generally speaking, um, but, you know, uh, you know that's but with that being said, you know, infusions and other ways that we derive these. Yeah, things. absorb absorption is what absorption. it is. It's like an absorption method. Um, sitting in your own stank. Yeah. Well, hey, so about terpenes, actually, since we're talking about them, um, you can you can use terpenes. You don't have to ingest them. Terpenes can be used um, um, uh, topically if you use the right ones. Make sure, you know, the proper uh, dilution and all that stuff. Um, make sure there's no additives in the terpenes. Make sure the natural plant terpenes. Um there, I'm not going to shout out any names because I don't get paid to advertise for these people and they could afford to pay me if I were to advertise for them. But there's only one company that I know that does um, cold press extraction of terpenes, like natural, just plant terpenes, not in the cannabis realm. And um, that's the best way to extract terpenes is because when you heat them up, you have to be very, very careful not to hit their, their volatile level. Cause if you, if you go over that, then you destroy the terpene. They're, they're, they'll just disintegrate. So a cold extraction is always going to be better. And also heating it up just a little bit does still change a little bit the chemical nature of the terpene itself. So cold extraction is going to be better because it doesn't make that change. But you can use terpenes um, um, topically and, and also olfactory. So through, you know, just smelling them. That's why those diffusers that everybody has in their house. And when you go get a massage and when you go to therapy and when you get a haircut sometimes and when you go to acupuncture, I don't go to acupuncture, but you know what I'm saying? Um, when you go to all these places uh, and they have these diffusers, it's meant to help, you know, calm you or whatever the case may be. Um, can help you focus if you put the right oils in there. Be careful putting tea tree oil in your diffusers if you have animals, by the way. they Sometimes they react badly to that. So I'm just, you know, putting there's that out there. There's oils like that. I think there's even a list. I think that yeah. a couple of responsible companies that actually have a list for uh, ones hey. that be a little more careful. With hey, hey Syeth, look. <laughs> so just a little hint at our little hashtag that so I thought, you know, anyways, a little hint at our little hashtag. If you know, you know. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what's next? I'm not mad about anything today. <laughs> I'm oh, just, that's... I'm just anxious. <laughs> You're like, I'm just getting ready for other things. No time yeah. to be angry. No time to be angry. It's... I'm saying there's no time for that. Um, I, uh, am preparing for a trip. I'm going to take the whole weekend off and I'm very excited about that. Cause that doesn't ever happen. We always are always, always, always working, even if we're off. Um, so this like, literally this never happens. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. I know uh, I'm excited that you feel 
relax enough that you're ready to go. Like, yeah. you know, compared to the beginning of the week. And where we I know. Were. I was like, what's going on? Hey, if you guys are on watching me on TikTok and you want to see what's going on, uh, you can check out solo.to slash cannabis closet 420. We're live on Twitch. Facebook Live and oh YouTube God. right now. You can find us on Twitch. If you're a Twitch user, go to Cannabis Closet 420. You just go straight there. Um, but I think that link is in my bio too. And it's also uh, in the, whatever the heading I put it. Anyways, you know, you know what I'm saying? Come hang out with us in the comments over here. You can see what we're doing too. Cause you know, I have to be off camera for the fun shit. Uh, uh, commercial break. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, if you, or if you own a business in cannabis or you know somebody owns a business in cannabis and they're looking for cannabis consulting, or, you know, somebody's going to open a business and they're serious about it. Cause you know, we hear that all the time. Oh, I'm going to open. Okay. Well, when you do that and, um, you're ready for us, give us a call. Um, so we are CQLC. We are, um, cannabis consulting and education. Uh, we just recently got approved uh, to teach RVT, which is responsible vendor training in the state of Colorado. Uh, in order to be to get your responsible vendor training certification, you have to take the class through uh, an accredited um, company. And that's what we are. That's we got approved for that. Uh, check us out at www.cq-llc.com or go to customer service cqllc at gmail.com. Or give us a call, 970-426-5985. We'll be happy to help you out. We can help with licensing. We can help with build-outs, um, just basic consulting. We can show up. We can do it virtually. Um, and we do have a platform for responsible vendor training, which is a requirement in the state of Colorado for delivery drivers and hospitality workers. It's not a requirement for everybody, but it does help um, mitigate the circumstances if you happen to get any kind of administrative violations. So it could be good to have um, your employees uh, have those certifications. Make sure your employees have those. So little little advertising corner. One day I'm just going to hit a play a button and it's just going to play it and then I don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> We're going to get there. We're going to get there. I think okay. You know, eventually, uh, when you know, we have a producer or <laughs> time to learn how to do these things, we'll we'll get that done. Uh, they're still working on the Safe Banking Act, so there's some there's some you know there's some issues with uh, banking as far as that's concerned. Um, but we could definitely help with suggestions and potentially put you in touch with the right people um, to get that done. There are some. We know we do know of some banks that that do accept us as a as an industry. So potential there um, today. We wanted to like piggyback off of um, Monday a little bit. Or I did anyways, uh, because I just right after the show, I saw a couple of articles that were like right in the alley of what we were talking about. Um, so I should have pulled it up over here so that I can talk and see this better. Uh, but so there's a couple of things. Uh, there's some things going on in Pennsylvania. Thanks for the article next. Anytime you guys see an article that you think is interesting and could, um, could be, um, something that we would talk about, uh, definitely shoot it over. Or if we don't, we just like to be educated about stuff. So just shoot us over or whatever. Um, 
But uh, so next sent me uh, an article about smaller companies being sidelined in the Pennsylvania cannabis market, which uh, is all about money and access. And then I was just uh, right after the show, I was looking, I, I saw something on one of my feeds. I think it was from Sean King, to be honest with you. Uh, <clears throat> and it, it was about how, New, you know, New Jersey, we talked about earlier in the season, how New Jersey was rolling out this, um, this social equity program to make sure that, you know, they were hiring the right individuals. Um, and so they just issued all of the licensing, at least for their first round. I don't know if they're going to have another round of licensing and they didn't issue one license to one single black owner. It's how, how, so let me pull that story up because I want to get I want to talk to you guys about numbers and stuff. But um, that's that's just so crazy to me. It's just like. You can't tell me that that all of the applicants were white. You can't. You, there's just not in New Jersey. Not in New Jersey. And so this goes back to like, you remember, we, you know, we were talking about this on Monday about how. um the owners of these stores and these businesses do not live in these neighborhoods. So they're not, they're not helping um, bring the neighborhood up. They're taking that money out of that neighborhood and they're taking it to their neighborhood. Right. Um, and this is a problem, not just in cannabis business, but, um, but it just overall, um, generally speaking, but uh I, I talk about the Killer Mike um, docu-series. His first episode was was specifically about how long um, the dollar stays in a black neighborhood versus how long it stays in other neighborhoods. Um, and it's hours for um, the black community and it's days or weeks for other communities. So it's just, it's so interesting. And then, and then wonder, and this is the thing too, by the way, if y'all didn't know this, um, I don't, what, when I don't, I'm going to, I'm not going to say the year because I don't know what year it was, but, and this happened in more than one place, but, uh, when we had segregation in this country and we weren't allowing black people to succeed, in this country, they said, well, fuck off and went and in their community built up their communities so that they didn't have to leave their community to come and hang out with us and spend money in our neighborhoods and in our communities. They kept it all like it was uh, Black Wall Street. Um, there were very, very successful black businesses all up and down the streets in this area. And then under the guise of um, a, a, a young black boy flirting with a white girl, which he did not, um, white people came with their torches and their proverbial pitchforks and bombed and burned that shit to the ground and then turned around and created a narrative on the news for white people to watch to say how black people were lazy, that they they were not they were not smart, 
that th this is shit that was happening in the 80s y'all and in the 90s it still happens today it's more implied it's more implied today than it is just straight out said but they would say some crazy shit on the news about the difference in intelligence levels between white children and black children without um without acknowledging that in black communities, they get secondhand books or no books at all. Their teachers aren't paid enough to give a fuck. The, the school systems in those communities are not given any funding at all. So it's not a lack of intelligence at all. At all. It's a lack of resources that we've continued to take away. And I, when I say we, I mean, I mean, white people, I, I'm going to say it how it is. So, you know, we created these narratives, but anyways, now, and now we have this situation where we are trying, we are actively trying, our governments are actively trying to make excuses and push black and brown people out of the cannabis industry. We talked about it on Monday. We talked about how Colorado was so proud to have almost 17%, which was an increase, and they met their goal before June. Congratulations, Colorado. You have nine Black dispensary owners in 2022, when we were one of the first states to legalize. They stopped now, did a social equity measure in the last- Just now- don't pat yourself on the back for that. Just do the fucking work and get it done. This is fucking bullshit. Anyways. Okay. So New Jersey uh, cannabis uh, license applications. Um, see if there's just news, news stories about it. I, I don't know if I'm going to find a news story about it or not. I saw it on Sean King. Oh, here we go. Here it is. There is a new story about it. Let's see. Two days ago, one week ago. So we'll just go with, uh, well, this one's for marijuana moment. So we'll go with that one first. It mystifies me that we haven't evolved past. I mean, I mean, yeah, past racism with all the technology and advances. Um, we still can't get past it. I mean, it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. You know, we love you too. We'll see you soon. And I'm so, I'm so fucking happy you popped into discord today. Oh my God. You don't even know. Um, <laughs> I don't, here's the problem. Here's the problem that I, that I notice. And I definitely point it out when I notice it in my circles. Uh, there's no representation. That's the biggest, that's one of the biggest issues is if, 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 if we just had like, two, three people as representatives that, that, that have experience that I will never, ever, ever have in life to speak to those experiences in order to make a better decision about what we're doing. That's the difference. And that's why we need representation in all levels, not just on the workforce, because listen, Colorado can talk big mouth about workforce diversity, but I want to talk about sea level diversity. I want to talk about ownership diversity. 
Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that black owned businesses don't have to be ancillary because they can't afford to get into the legal market because there's a million reasons because the licensing is ridiculous and uh, most people just don't have the capital, but there are some people that, you know, inherited it. And so those people get a leg up and then they've set that book that I'm, I'm sorry. I, I wish if somebody could explain it to me and tell me I'm wrong about this, please do. Because I feel like that social equity ownership is bullshit. I feel like it's bullshit. I feel it's, it's, it's like, Hey, go ask, uh, you know, this is a very difficult industry to be successful in. And we don't think that you could do it on your own. So we're going to pair you with a successful owner in the state and seeing how there's only nine black dispensary owners in the state, there's a high likelihood that you're being paired with a white male dispensary owner. So now we're asking permission to like, we have to own it with them. Now I say we, I'm, I'm talking communally. Um, sorry, but like, I don't understand that. Like I Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. make a social equity, make a social equity law that doesn't include having to own it with the people who already own too much. Yeah, it's like you could create a fund so like, you know, that the you know existing facility owners can yeah, you know, whatever. I don't know like how that should work. Crazy me. Fund. You don't even have to create a fund. Yeah. You could just, just make it capable. make it accessible. Yeah. Crazy thought, but cannabis in Colorado generates billions a year in tax revenue. Mm -hmm. And you're telling me that you still have to charge as much as you do for access to, uh, to your own business, to, to open your own business. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like you lowered the cost of the medical license and then raised it back up and then but not but not up i mean when i first got here it was nine a 90 or 120 dollars i can't remember yeah no the registry fee i mean even that went down even by the time i got here 65 when i first when i when i first got here was like 90 or 120 to get your medical license yeah and then (laughs) it was like and then it got down to like 15 at one point what is it now? Um, on February 14th, it changes to $29.40 or some bullshit like that. Well, fuck you, Colorado. This is another instance plus, where I think that they're trying to fuck tax. the medical industry. Plus tax. Plus um, tax. Oh, they're going to tax us on it now. Like it was just like a flat fee before. Well, so it's $25 and then with taxes, $26.33, like right now until February 14th. And then we'll, like I said, we'll, goes up on February 14th. Um, yeah. And, uh, 
fun. <laughs> that does that anyways, Colorado fuck all the way off like really and i forget like you know they say oh it's for you know x y and z reasons to maintain the system it's like it's no, official now you guys have a person that checks to see that a certain you know, like a certification is entered like yeah checks their id information it's yeah so it used to be high like that here too when it first happened and then it took a little bit, but it came down. Mm-hmm. And and I don't understand why they won't do that with licensing as well. I mean, I just feel like, you know, more anyways. Okay, so let's see. Con- Congress, so th- let's, let's go to New Jersey. Let's go to New Jersey. Congressman is outraged over uh, lack of diversity marijuana license approvals in New Jersey. This was a Kyle Yeager story. We kind of touched on it the other day. I think we might have touched a little bit on it the other day. Um, But uh, 56 marijuana retailer licenses were issued in the state of New Jersey, and not a single one um, went to a black owner, which um, or or any, you know, black owner or somebody from those communities, um, which was most impacted by prohibition. So. Um, Representative Donald Payne, uh, who is a Democrat in New Jersey, said in a press release last week that he's outraged to hear that black owned businesses have been shut out of the state's cannabis market, noting that black people are significantly more likely to face arrest over marijuana, despite comparable rates of use among different races. So that's been proven time and time again. We use cannabis at the same rates, maybe even uh, I, I might use cannabis at higher rates than some other people <laughs> like me personally. But like um, the likelihood of me being arrested for it is pretty low. And even if I were arrested for it, I wouldn't get a long sentence for it. I would probably get you know, fined or um, short, short sentence jail time. I wouldn't get um, anything major. Um, so he said that. And then also Sean King put out something about it as well. Uh, let's see, what does this say? While New Jersey's medical cannabis program has been in effect for more than a decade, the adult, for more than a decade, their medical program. The adult use market has yet to come online as regulators work on implementing a 2020 voter approved uh, reform referendum. Phil Murphy, the governor of the state, promised that the state's cannabis industry would right the wrongs of the past as it's as it concerns social justice. Uh, Now, New Jersey needs to uphold this promise, uh, Payne, Payne said. So that's the other, um, the congressman. I mean, there's, I mean, what do you say? What do you say to it? Yeah. It's like, okay. So uh, what, what's, what's next thing you called it out. And as a representative and as, uh, like, I don't know if he has control over who he, you know, influence or what, what does, what do we need? Right. Well, him speaking out, first of all, that's a good start. So we need more. um, We need more of our representation uh, speaking out against this kind of bullshit. Like even if they don't have control over it and can't 
change it on their own. Their voice helps change it. They're, they're outright like what? And then, so people are paying attention to him. And so now people are going to know that this is happening too. So him speaking out about it is one of the first steps, I think. Uh, uh, let's see. Is this him too? Who is this? Following the vote to legalize recreational cannabis in the state, the New Jersey Cannabis Regulatory Commission saw a flood of hundreds of applications to start marijuana businesses. Advocates had hoped that the promise of reform to help correct the harms of criminal... This is what we were talking about. We talked about this in a, in a few episodes back. But yeah, they, they made it public that this is what they wanted, to help correct the harms of criminalization that have disproportionately impacted communities of color would be um, proactively met. So they were like, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. So based on conversations I've had with stakeholders out of 56 licenses awarded to date, none has been uh, awarded to black owned businesses and people need to know what's going on. And this is a quote from African American Chamber of Commerce of New Jersey, President John Harmon. Uh, Many black owned businesses have been trying to get into the cannabis industry since 2012 when cannabis uh, for medicinal purposes became legal in the state of New Jersey. Uh, No black owned business received a license back then and none has, I mean, come on, you guys, back then or now, like at all. Or now, like, and here I would love to hear any, you know, from any applicants, like, where you at? Like, I would be outraged about it. Because I guarantee, I, I mean, not not one single black applicant met the requirements, not one. Or you're saying that no black applicants applied. What are you saying? What is it that what is it that's happening right now? What is your excuse for this? Um, so. That's great. That's. That's crazy. The CRC needs to expedite its review and award of licenses uh, submitted minimally. The CRC, which is the uh, organization that uh, reviews and 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 um, uh, awards licenses. Sorry, uh, minimally, the CRC must immediately score and notify applicants of their conditional status. If necessary, additional resources must be allocated to the license review process so that applicants cease to be adversely impacted financially by the unjustifiable protract, uh, protracted process. So this is uh, interesting that he says that too, because we talked about this on Monday, but like when you are applying for a cannabis license, you have to have all your ducks in a row. That means that you have to have your location set, which means that you're probably paying rent on a property that you're not making any money off of. It means that you have to have a certain amount of money in your bank account to show that you can cover your expenses. It means that uh, you have to have approval from everybody. You have to have contractors in there doing certain things and setting up certain things to get those approvals. And then at the end of all of that, they can deny your license. After at the end of setting everything up and and paying rent for months, waiting on license approval and paying for your license uh, application, which is thousands of dollars after all of that, after spending all of that money and you don't get a single dime of it back. You don't get a single fucking dime of it back. You can't write any of it off. None of it can be written off. You don't get any of it back. So people are risking this. And you're telling me not one single applicant, not one single black applicant met the criteria for licensing. 
in the state of New Jersey, in the state of New Jersey. And also, I think it should be honestly, I think it should be a rule that you uh, if you um, are opening a business in uh specific neighborhoods that you have to be from that neighborhood or in in that community right or uh because that's part of the problem you know you have to give back like some kind of give back to the community and you know yeah yeah, or like a percentage of your of your proceeds has to go into that community it has to because that's part of the problem is that these uh white men and women are are making their money um, in black communities. And then they're taking that money home to their white families and black communities aren't seeing a fucking dime of it. They're not seeing it on their roads. They're not seeing it in their schools. They are the workforce and they are the consumer. And that is all that they get from it. And they're the reason that, that these businesses are successful and yet they don't reap the rewards from it ever at all. Their community won't reap the rewards. The employees that work in those facilities, a majority of them will not reap the rewards. The, the, as a matter of fact, a majority of them won't make it to management, but some of them will only make it to management and they will not make it past management. They won't make it into a C-level position. There is no growth opportunity in these stores that are not owned by people who live in those communities and work in those communities and sleep in those communities and wake up in those communities. New Jersey, you can't make a promise publicly and then like that, that shit's over, you guys. That shit's over. You can't publicly make a promise and then renege on it and expect us to pretend like you didn't say what you said. (laughs) We heard what you said. We heard what you said. We were excited for you guys. We were proud of you guys. We're like, yes, that sounds amazing. That's going to be awesome. And now you're telling me out of 56, not a single. But how? How? Well, we know how. We know why. Um. And, and, and just to be clear for anybody who wants, I don't think anybody in our audience, in our live audience right now, likely feels this way. But anybody that listens later and you might feel this way, I'm not listen, I'm not putting down, it's not all white people. Okay. Like check it out. And I'm, I'm not even putting down white business owners, be a white business owner, but like pay attention to your privilege and be cognizant of what your privilege is and, 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 and where you, where you are conducting business. Number one. Um, and it's, and it's not your fault. You got issued that license, right? It's not your fault that you're rich, right? It's not your fault. Uh, but be responsible with that. And I'm, uh, what am I, what, where was I going with this? I'm not trying to say, oh, I'm not trying to say that um, in the cannabis space that there should be an equal number of um, black owned businesses versus white owned businesses. Although that would be lovely. I would love that. I would love to see that, but that's not even exactly what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there should be representation per capita and there's not, mm-hmm. there's more than 0% black people in New Jersey. Let's start there. There's more than 0% black people in New Jersey. <laughs> and you have 0% black ownership in 10 years of legalization in the cannabis space. 
The fuck? How? How do you get this far, Colorado? How do you get this far, New Jersey? And how? This doesn't bode well for as a year the rest of the nation comes online. If we can't even, like, uh, you know, stand up for our medical patients here, stand up for the plant. Like, yeah. we're, we're in for a rude awakening. I mean, if, you know, ugh, the government and what they'll do if they just, if we continue to just let them go on you know without putting, yeah, well, without I mean, representing without representing us you know yeah representing the industry representing us we have a right to talk speak you know i think there's so many you know the beginning too patients being like oh i'm gonna just kind of chill i want to be in the spotlight or it's like well everyone's in the spotlight now it's time for everyone to you know stand back up it's like you did it to get mm. medical you did it to get thing you know get yeah. started an initiative it's like all right, well, we can't get complacent now. It's like fire up the whatever, right. fire up whatever makes you, you know, run around. Like <laughs> mine's is Bruce Banner. But I'll say, like, when I first started in this industry, I I was like, oh man, it's cool. We got legalization. And then um, because I am who I am, I was read I read all the time about cannabis. And I came across an article that um they were interviewing Willie Nelson, and the headline was um, I can't remember the exact headline, but it has something to do with um, now. Now we have to. Basically, he said, now we, you know, just because we have legalization doesn't mean the fight is over. We are going to have to fight big cannabis. Mm -hmm. And the fight's not like the fight's not even over with big tobacco, big pharma, big alcohol. It's not even over. No. But we but now we have to contend also with big cannabis and we cannot become complacent because it is uh kel said this about some about what we were you know the medical licensing or whatever but it is it's a money game mm -hmm. it's a money game they're raising the price of our medical license to 30 dollars because it was 15 and they're like uh we want more money and we're just gonna take it from you while they destroy our medical industry, it's like it's like another piece of destruction to our medical industry because fifteen dollars is a lot of money for some people. Depending on the week, it's a lot of money for me. If yeah. I find fifteen dollars in my pocket, y'all, you don't understand how excited I get. Yeah, and like, and I and like, there's not a there's there's I mean, humble brag, there's not a lot that I want for. But if I find fifteen dollars in my pocket, I'm like, Fuck yeah, I'm rich today. Mm -hmm. There are people who rely on that fifteen dollars. They like, it's it's not just a, a bonus. It's like they rely on it to eat, to yeah. get transportation, and to so get their medicine. Yeah. So for taxes to go up for or for uh you know for our medical system to go down for patients to not have access um because you know there's not a, there's not a medical facility close by to them can't get there because that too. and and so so there's not a medical facility close by and so i have to drive three hours to get to my medical facility because there's not one near me and i live in wherever i live and i can't buy in bulk <clears throat> so it's all, it's all, it's mm. anyways. So 
yes, things have been, you know, as, as we allow for taxation and uh, for adult use to be taxed and, and to be told that it's different than medical uh, and the, really the only difference is the tax, um, then we as medical patients have to stand up and say what happens when, you know, some states aren't even opening any medical. It's just going straight into adult use, you know, and, yep. and um and so it doesn't even give that chance for growth of the idea of cannabis being um, medicinal, you know, and beneficial, yep. you know, um, and it's just seen as, uh, you know, just like alcohol, which we know it's very opposite. It's like, okay, if you want to regulate it and tax it in the same vein, like a, a, along some of those structures and get it because you don't have anything to compare it to, but, but, but they do, they do. And at the same time, it's like, again, you know, why then do we have these certain parameters on cannabis that you don't have on liquor? Right. Well, also the other thing about the taxing, um, they just, now that this happened, at least this happens in my city and you can tell me if it's happening in yours too. I don't know, but I feel like every time Durango needs money, they go, we're going to raise taxes on the dispensaries. Mm -hmm. Like, why does that fall on just our shoulders? Doesn't everybody live here? Yeah. And isn't everyone benefiting from this too? Like, okay. Why aren't you doing a citywide tax that we are included in and everybody gets taxed a little bit instead of taxing us a lot? Because we're the ones that make it, you know, like you said, making billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, uh, you know, I'm sure, uh, you know, big tobacco and big alcohol, uh, probably have people that say the same thing about their, uh, you know, yeah. In defense of their industry. So, yeah, but like, look how cheap alcohol is. Well, again, even with taxes, it can be sourced all over. It can be, you know, the, exactly. You can cross state lines with it. Lines. You know, my, my joint keeps going out. If you guys think I'm crazy, I'm, I'm not, it's just, <laughs> it's just um, not playing fair today. Maybe I need to pack it a little tighter. Good. So <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, New Jersey do, do better. Colorado do better. And Pennsylvania, let's hit on that one real quick. Cause I have that story pulled up too. So this is a story out of Pennsylvania. Thanks, Nex, for sending it over. Um, so it says larger companies, <clears throat> excuse me, larger companies control Pennsylvania's medical marijuana market because of high licensing fees and financing requirements, access to capital, and a limited number of licenses combined to keep smaller outfits out of the game. <clears throat> excuse me. Hey, everybody, <laughs> uh, hydrate. And uh, I'm going to cover this because they don't pay me. <laughs> okay so this goes on to say that uh publicly traded and private multi-state operators now control 83 percent of the medical market in uh pennsylvania that is fucking insane that's fucking insane i'm not gonna name the uh people because uh that's what we you know we don't do corporations these are all publicly traded companies. Um, on January 20th, uh, in 
Wakefield, Mass., one of them announced uh, that they're opening. I, you know what? Can we pause for a minute? And I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to segment back to what is Canna Queen mad about today? Because like, I just hold up, change. pause. Because I just got mad about something, and it has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but a little bit does. I need more responsible reporting. Please stop calling it pot shops. Oh, yeah, right. Please stop dumbing us down. Please stop making us sound like, uh, like, like one of those, like, I don't know, like, like a, like not even, uh, uh you know, uh, a serious business. It kind of sounds like that when you say it like that, it sounds like we're selling weed at the flea market. I mean, just stop it. I mean, just, just please stop it. That's what I'm mad about today. Okay. Back to the story. Cause the reason I stopped is because like right here is like more pot stores in Pennsylvania. Just like, stop, stop, stop. You know, they're called dispensaries. Yeah. Just call it a dispensary. Or how about more cash makers? Uh, uh, yeah. Stores. Like, or like, <laughs> or, you know, just say more cannabis stores, like just say that or dispensary. You can use the proper terminology. You are making a report. You bothered to put a whole fucking uh, chart in here to break down, uh, you know, um, people surveyed who think that cannabis should be legal or not. You bothered to put your story together and, you know, make sure that you had all of the right sourcing and everything. So I'm not even bitching about your sourcing at all, but you write for, I mean, you, I I get your writing for just like your regular paper, but like, uh, even if you wrote for like a cannabis, uh, publication, I would expect the same thing. I'm just so tired of seeing it. It's, it just, it, it's like, um, it makes me stop in my tracks when I see stuff like that. I can't, I can't stand it because it makes me think that you don't take us seriously. Pot, pot stores, pot shops, pot shops. It sounds like, it sounds like uh, somebody, it sounds like somebody rolled my car in and dismantled it and sold it for parts. That's what it sounds like. You're talking about our stores like that. Right. Anyways. Okay. So, so Pennsylvania is uh, making it difficult basically because of their high costs and, uh, and, um, difficult entry fee to get into the cannabis market. Um, so getting into the Pennsylvania's medical market is not cheap. The department of health application fees range from 5,000 to 10,000 along with annual fees ranging up to 200,000 plus, uh, to, or ranging, sorry, ranging up to 200,000 plus proof of fiscal resources. I mean, up what? 200, that, what? I mean, what, how, how is, how is a small, how is a, a small business supposed to compete, like even get entry? You can fuck competing. And this is a crazy thing, you guys. Those small little shops usually have the best customer service, the best, most knowledgeable workers, the best product on their shelf because they rely on making sure that everything is the best they can't afford to have lackluster. They can't afford that. 
They are absolutely the best places to go a majority of the time because a lot of these uh, a lot of these corporate uh, companies, a lot of these corporate companies that they they only care about the bottom line. When you have a small business owner, they care about the people coming in and seeing them every day. They care about the product that they're putting on the shelf. They care about the workforce that they present and the face that they present. They care about those things. And I'm telling you, these large operators do not. They do not care about these things. Or very or or I will say I won't say cuz nothing's 100% when we talk about stuff like this. I will say a majority of them do not give a shit because there's somebody else is going to come in and buy their product because it's, you know, uh, on sale or, you know, they have, they have the, they can afford to have these deals because they can afford to buy in bulk and you know, it's yeah. Yeah. They got a quarter million in your pocket and they, they got a quarter million in their pocket and that's why they can afford to do and in multiple States. Okay. These are multi-state operators, which means that they had a they had a quarter mil in their pocket for Pennsylvania, and they had a quarter mil in their pocket. <laughs> oh, is it time? It's four twenty. It's four twenty. I don't know what happened to my sound. Am I back? Four twenty on the west me? coast. Yeah, I can hear you. We can hear you. Are you back? No, she's leaving. Why is she leaving? Because she can't hear me. <laughs> Did her alarm? You muted my mic. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I can hear you. I can hear you. I don't know what the fuck. She can't hear me, y'all. This is our technical <laughs> difficulty of the day. I don't want to end it. I don't want to do this. Don't same end thing it. I freaking did last don't time. Don't fucking dare. I'm not done talking. <laughs> I just can't hear y'all. I can't hear you. Um, I know. I can tell. It's me because of however the fuck this stupid. Don't hit um, in. Figure figure your controls out. Me. Let me see. Turn your alarm off. <laughs> oh my god. It's funny. Don't hit in. It's different on the phone. So that's why I'm like, I don't want to touch in. It should have a leave room situation. I don't know. I'll let her figure that out. I'm going to mute you while you figure that out. Okay. So that way she's not, you know, maybe we'll figure it out in a minute. But this is the problem. This is a problem with access to things. Uh, in this article too, you guys, um, there's somebody from here, this guy, Todd Hughes is the chair, um, the, the chair of the board of minority cannabis business association in Washington, DC, which is an advocacy group. And he says it's not necessarily access to capital. Oh, it's not. It's lack, it's lack of licenses. So the, so I will, I will partially agree on that. That it is like um, they put caps on these licenses, but you can't tell me that it's not capital too. Lack of capital? Are you kidding? Yeah, it is. I don't know if he 
no, I mean, he speaks for uh, a group, an advocacy group based in DC, but um, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, good. He speaks, he's speaking for an advocacy group based in DC, but like, I feel like it's a little tone deaf to say that it's not act, it's not entrance fees uh, or access to equity markets for capital. He says it's just, it's the cap on licenses. I think it's both. I think it's both. So um, only 25 permits for marijuana cultivation will be issued in Pennsylvania, along with 50 dispensary license, which allow applicants to open three stores. The caps uh, that caps the number of stores operating to, in the state to 150. That is true. Um, the only way an operator it can expand is to buy stores that are um, already operational and the owner's looking to sell. And those are around $25 million each uh, average. So, so again, I want to know, what do you mean access to capital isn't the problem? What is the, I, I don't think that that's true. And you can't get finance. It's not like you can just get financing. So what you ain't you getting want? a loan to open you a, get a, a loan. You're not getting store. A loan. Uh, yeah, investors are. Yeah. What are you opening? That's what they'll say. What are you opening? And you got to be careful with investors because they're not always. Nope. You know. Yep. You know. So. Uh, but that's, that's it. That's, that's, that's diversity in cannabis. There is none. There is none. Even when they promise us some, they even say, we're, Oh, like, we're, we're going to talk about it and we're going to say the words, but we're right. not going to really, <laughs> it's not going to really be a real thing. It's all lip service, you guys. And I want to say too, that cannabis should be legal or at minimum decriminalized right now. Cannabis should be legal or decriminalized in the nation right now yeah 100 percent. because that's why we voted for you nobody wanted to vote for joe biden am i wrong uh no, I don't believe so. Not in the least in my circle. Everyone's like, I guess it's a lesser. I guess. I guess. I know. Is that? Do the, you want to get the, the vote from? Like, I guess. Do you want? Do you want to win a popularity contest on? I guess. <laughs> Ew, bro. And then you lied. You lied. You you and your vice president lied. Um. Don't let don't let us shut this off until we um, talk about some um, facts in black history. But because I have some pulled up, that was I was like, what am I supposed to do next? Um, but they lied like they 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 told us that they were going to legal or not legalize, decriminalize cannabis and expunge records. They told us they were going to do that. We said that sounds like a plan. That's what we want. That's what we've been asking for. At minimum, decriminalize. We want legalization, but at minimum, we can start here and also expunge the records of anybody who has a low level, especially cannabis, but a low level drug, nonviolent drug offense. And honestly, you guys, you guys don't understand how progressive I am about uh, about the prison system. Honestly, you don't understand how progressive I am about it. 
I believe in my heart and soul that if you were arrested on a low level, nonviolent cannabis offense, especially because cannabis is legal now in a majority of the states, that not only should your record be expunged, but there should be no question about expunging your record because of something that happened while you were in jail. Those additional charges should also be dropped because if not for you being in jail on a bullshit cannabis offense, you probably wouldn't have gotten in that fight and defended yourself in prison. So you should be able to go home. Time served. Thank you very much. We'll consider that injury or taking of another's life uh, a consequence of the bullshit reason that you're in prison. Like, seriously. I also think that once you've served your time, and I don't care what your crime was, by the way, once you've served your time, that you should be able to vote. And I'm not saying that people like uh, repeat sex offenders shouldn't um, be on a registry and be paid attention to and things like that. But I also think that we need to think about circumstances because some people out there have been charged with sexual offenses and are sex offenders for doing shit like peeing on a wall outside. Or be turning 19 and continuing to date their girlfriend that they've been dating for four years that her parents don't approve of. There are some people out there like that. A majority of these cases, I would say, are real. And those people need to be on the registry or whatever. But I'm just, I'm saying, like, we need to, like, really pay attention to what the fuck we're talking about when we put people on this on the registry. All I'm saying is, when you get out of jail and you don't have the ability to vote, especially in a national election, what does your crime have to do with your right to have representation? Are you, are you muted? You're muted. Sorry, the dog was doing things and I was like, <laughs> it's okay. Like I, like, I don't understand anyways. Okay. So I'm, we're going over time. So I'm going to say some, some, some facts that I learned. I, I, I'm learning, um, some things too. So there are things that I didn't know. There's something that I found very interesting today that I, two things came across my feed today. Um, and I, I should post these on, on, uh, uh, on our page. I'm going to post these on our page. I'm going to try to remember to do that because I said that about something the other day. I know. We I said totally it about forgot. it last week too and I forgot. So I don't think I saved the right thing here, but let me see. I'm going to go to, to this person's page where I saw it. Um, so the first, one of the first things I saw today was it was a picture of an, uh, probably a middle-aged black woman. And um, she was a larger woman and her breasts were out and she was breastfeeding a small white child. And it had a caption on it and it said, um, and it says, uh, let me, I, I can just look at the caption and see what it says. <clears throat> it has a caption on it 
And it says, uh, this uh, same baby was taught that he was too good to drink from the same water fountain as blacks. But absolutely, there is a history of um, slaves and also after after slavery, um, the, the help breastfeeding the children that they took care of that were not their children. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But they weren't allowed to use the bathroom inside. They couldn't drink from the same water fountain, couldn't shop in the same spaces, couldn't eat at the same bars, couldn't, um, couldn't sit in certain sections of the, the transport, the public transportation, but your child can breastfeed. You're, you're using their life force. Mm -hmm. to well, they, yeah, lots of that. To nourish, to nourish your child because you're too busy for your child, which means you also should probably not have had one, but that's a different conversation for a different day. Um, okay. So this other post was about, um, sundown towns. Do you know what that is? Yeah. You don't know what that is. Okay. Um, uh, so a sundown town is, um, is, is a town that says that they set, they set time limits for when okay, uh, yes, I black do. and yeah, black and brown individuals can be in town. And I don't know if you guys knew this, this isn't common now, but there are still some counties inside of the state of different states that absolutely acknowledge sundowns. And if you are um, black or brown individual, uh, you should not be in those towns after dark. Because if you are, your life is in danger. Literally. And they used to have signs up um, when you came in and on your way out of the city uh, or the, the county or wherever. And it would say things like whites only within city limits after dark. Um, don't let the sunset on on you. He don't let the sunset on you here. Understand? Um, there's a there's a there was a book that circulated within the black community uh, ca called called uh, the Green Book. So it would it was a list of uh, it was basically a list of where you could and could not be after sunset in this, in the, in the United States. So there were some, um, uh, pioneers and advocates who would travel the country and they would, um, document where it was safe to be after sundown. And yes, Oklahoma is one of the States that still has sundown, uh, areas, sun, sundown spaces, not the whole state, obviously, but there are counties, within the state that are, do you call them counties? I don't know. Who cares? Um, that you, that, yeah, if you are a person of color, you should not be in that area after dark because it could be detrimental to your life. And that is unacceptable ever, but it's 2022 y'all. <laughs> like I can't, I can't fucking emphasize this enough. It's just like, what? Okay. So those were the two interesting um, facts that I wanted to bring uh, today. Oh, I want to share this today. Uh, this was uh, 
shared a few days ago, um, starting today, uh, schools in Illinois can no longer ban cornrows, locks, afros, and braids from school, um, which is a really big deal because um, huge. dehumanizing an individual over their hair is disgusting to me. And, and lots of these places have been caught doing that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And that's, and that's on, um, that's on black history. Y'all, if there's any, um, stories or facts that you, uh, would like to hear us talk about, we are sharing, um, stories and, and, uh, facts about people, um, in the past, present, um, and people that we might see in our future too. Um, especially during this entire month, but we're going to try to continue that throughout the year because black history is American history. So we're not going to deny it. Um, and we're going to try to be a part of a solution and not a part of the problem. Uh, but if there's anything you want to hear us talk about, uh, we, we would love to get those stories. You could, um, send us, uh, any kind of correspondence, just, you know, if you want to like chit chat, ask us questions, you could send us any kind of correspondence you want to cannabis closet, four twenty at gmail.com. Uh, you could also, uh, come hang out with us in the discord. Let me get that, uh, link for you guys. Some of you guys have already signed up. We really appreciate it. Uh, we really love seeing your names come through. Uh, definitely join us on some video chats in the future. We have a good old time. And a lot of times we share what's going on uh, business-wise. So things that we're not necessarily sharing here, uh, we we share there. We talk about there. Um, so let me share that Discord link for you. Uh, don't forget that, uh, I'm not going to be here necessarily. I think I might join you guys, uh, maybe later, later on, if I can still get on, you guys are still on, but on, uh, Monday, February 14th on Valentine's day, be here for Valentine's day show. We have Keisha King is coming on. We also, I believe have another special guest. I don't want to announce until the day of, cause I know that she gets busy, but we also have another special guest. Uh, coming on and we're going to be talking about sex and cannabis the truths the myths the best um products and potentially strains that you could utilize to um make your um happy parts happier so uh definitely join us on monday february 14th have us in the background of your valentine's day dinner um we'll be talking about sex and maybe that'll get you in the mood for sex um so uh we look forward to having you here i'm kind of disappointed i'm gonna miss a majority of the show but i do hope that i'm um i'm able to jump on i'm gonna actually uh depending on uh how ridiculous it is to do this and if there's availability to do it because it could depend on the flight uh, i'm gonna try to get internet and see if i can't uh join while i'm in the air <laughs> so happy parts you know mine are happy i figure everybody else's are too <laughs> hey a cannabis hub makes us all happier right why not happy? yes so yeah. next week is going to be a great week. We're going to be talking about sex on Monday and then on, um, and then on Wednesday, we're going to have a follow-up show. Um, Keisha's going to come back with us on Wednesday. And then my friend Chan is also going to be on, and we're going to be talking about, um, what it's, what it's like to be a, a midwife, why it's, imp- why it could be important to choose that path. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit about cannabis 
uh, as, as a part of your plan and also the history of midwives. So really excited to have those conversations. I cannot wait. Um, but that's all going to be next week. So set your alarms and calendars. Don't forget to like, share, and follow. It helps boost our algorithm and lets more people out there know that we're here. Uh, they don't have to like, you know, use cannabis. Sometimes we don't even talk about cannabis. Sometimes we talk about other bullshit. But um, just because somebody isn't using it doesn't mean that they're not an ally for us and doesn't mean that they don't need to be educated about it because Honestly, like MJ said at the beginning of the show, we're really tired of good seed, bad. Did you say this show or did you say this on Monday? You might have said on Monday, but we're tired of the good, good seed, bad seed conversation. Like good seeds and bad seeds are based on whether or not the seed is viable to create a plant, not whether or not it's got a yellow tag or a blue tag. I'm referencing Colorado right now, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it doesn't, it doesn't matter which market it comes out of. Cannabis is cannabis. If it's grown right, if it's grown properly, and if you have a viable seed, then that's a good fucking seed y'all. It's a good seed. And even if it turns out to be a boy, it's a good seed, but you know, he might not be able to continue his journey on, but I love seeds for that reason. Cause I like the, I like the surprise of it all. I like to you know, I'll, I'll, I'll catch a male right away or, you know, I, I just love it all. I love finding out what's, what's going to happen next and letting her do her thing naturally. So and anyways, I, I would like to try and maybe, uh, just pop a couple and have them, you know, with the rest of my plants this summer. Yeah. Just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. You have a good window space for that. Yeah, I need to get some uh, some of those, you know, lights or whatever to help just, uh, you know, sometimes there's not enough light coming in. So, yeah, um, to extend your hours. Yeah, so I just got to, you know, supplement them that way. Um, part of my problem is when I travel too long, a few of my plants need attention and I, you know, my roommate's not always available to do that. You hmm. know, so I'm like, same, same. That's my like, roommate's not always available to do that. Either. Pay someone to come water my plants. <laughs> I called him my roommate. He's going to love that. <laughs> Is he in here today? No. I haven't seen him in here today. Uh, he might be just like, uh, you know, lurking. I don't mind if y'all lurk, by the way. We don't mind. No, we don't mind. But definitely pop in and say, hey, what up? We, we like also like knowing you're here. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I can't, I can only see certain like numbers or whatever. So I, I just kind of rely on whomever's in the, you know, my, one of my girlfriends like, Oh, I, I was, I listened in. Did you know? And I was like, no, I can't see unless you call yeah, You gotta, you gotta say it. You gotta say, yeah, Hey, comment. You you say what's up, you know? <clears throat> um, so yeah, it's really appreciate everyone that's been popping in. Can't wait for Monday. Um, I'll, I'll be, uh, bringing you the show from Hawaii. She'll be in Hawaii, y'all. Y'all, <coughs> this bitch got invited to go to Hawaii to babysit a fucking cat. <laughs> it's a once in a lifetime, the universe aligned itself, um, you know, kind of. Yeah, she's lucky. With my... Yeah. With my, you know, with my sister being able to watch Lady with, um, <coughs> with not having a clinic because we couldn't get housing, you know, in one of our clinic spaces. Um, 
it just the universe aligned after you know and again we got our work done yes yeah i'm gonna yeah i'm still gonna be working up until yeah like regardless i'll I'll make sure that this keeps on flowing so um you don't have to worry about it at all yay i got excited i I have to worry about it at all i got yeah and uh and then we'll have monday show and then you'll be back on wednesday and i'm excited um you guys be nice to yourself put your mask on before assisting others yes cultivate love mm-hmm. you deserve it you absolutely do and stay, lifted. Mm, stay, stay lifted, lifted stay lifted be safe mm. we love you guys we're gonna see you on monday have an excellent excellent weekend see you soon you. thanks for rolling up with us today Thank you. Thank you for joining us and making it worth our while to do this. We appreciate it. All right. We'll see you guys on Monday.